0: It's been a tough couple of years. From unprecedented social and economic uncertainty to global workforce upheaval, there's no denying that HR teams have had a lot to work through. And while some regions and industries have been hit harder than others, HR leaders everywhere have had to innovate to cater to the ever-changing needs of their business's most valuable asset, its people. So, what lessons have we learned about the role of HR transformation for a new world of work? And how are HR leaders redefining their jobs and their businesses from the inside out? I'm Megan Wright, Senior Editor at Longitude, a Financial Times company, and I'm pleased today to be joined by Bilal Warris, Head of the Center of Expertise at Air Asia, where he focuses on HR. Hi, Bilal.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Look, Bilal, I think it's fair to say that your industry, the aviation industry, has faced more uncertainty and volatility than most others in the past two years. In fact, the International Air Transport Association estimated net industry losses of nearly $52 billion in 2021. Now, of course, the good news is that that's predicted to change as we move forward, but it obviously means you're coming out of a couple of very challenging years. So, Bilal, based on your own experience, how has the role of HR changed to adapt to this new world of work that you now find yourself in?
1: I think COVID brought a lot of uncertainty to different businesses. And among all of this uncertainty, I think right at the heart of all the business strategy, which can only be delivered via people, there was a big insight that has actually completely changed the role of HR. Generally, as a business uh, manager, you make a strategy and you say, okay, what workforce do I need for my strategy? That suddenly changed to, what strategy is possible with my workforce? This flip elevated the role of HR and united the relationship between HR and business. And obviously, this tough situation actually brings in a lot of innovation. Uh, So chaos sometimes brings innovative thinking. And as a result of that, a lot of businesses have pivoted to finding new ways of delivering service to the customer, to finding new ways of developing ancillary business opportunities, which could bring new face to the business. And I think we were no different.
0: I imagine too, that must have had quite an impact on the internal workings of the business. Tell me a little bit about the way that your relationship with the people in your business is changing.
1: COVID or no COVID, you got to meet your uh, business objective. You got to run your show. So for us to really understand what employees are going through, especially when you're working from home, is a completely different lens as compared to before. I think... The relationship has transformed into being more sympathetic and empathetic towards them. A working mom will have a kid running around the house, so it is okay for her to take some time off, 30 minutes to settle the kid. So there is more empathy towards that. A dad working from home will have his own challenges of delivery versus responsibility at home. Um, People... So there were lots and lots of employees who were actually locked up into just one room. You know, they travel from different cities to come and work closer to the office. They don't have a proper house. It's just one bedroom that they're living in. They were going through a lot of mental stress. So our ability to understand what this mental health is all about, why it is so important for an organization to really understand the behavior the pressure that the employees are going through and able to give solutions. I think this whole situation brought that softer side out of the organizations, of the business leaders, and HR was able to facilitate that. I think a lot of empathy, a lot of soft side has come out of the organization. So historically, this hard organizations, you got to deliver nine to six. I don't care what is happening in your life all around. I think that lens has completely changed. And you see the life of an employee in a complete ecosystem holistically rather than just a nine to six approach. I think which is extremely positive, not only for employees, but also for the business to really understand how can you get the maximum productivity from employees and keep them engaged at the same time.
0: I'd love to pick on that thread a little bit more, actually, because when we think more broadly about the role of HR in businesses today... Workday recently conducted a study of 1,150 business executives. Now, 260 of those were HR leaders. And the research showed that 56% of HR leaders say there's a growing gap now between where their business is today and where it needs to be for this new world of work. So, do you think the very mission of HR as a business function is really starting to change now as we come out the other side of the pandemic?
1: Hmm. Absolutely. And because of COVID, I don't think workplace is at the center. Now the lens is, how do you create the best workforce ecosystem where you get your employees to be as engaged as before, as productive as before, as passionate as before? So you gotta stretch your boundaries or break your boundaries. Instead of thinking about workplace, you gotta think about an ecosystem that needs to be created. How far does that ecosystem stretch? What kind of tools are necessary to be implemented so that ecosystem works? How is the role of the manager is changing? What new expectations are coming out from the employees in that new ecosystem? how diversified of a workforce can now you enable in in that particular ecosystem to come and play their part.
0: And is that shaping as well the role of the HR team itself? Are there perhaps new roles that CHROs will need to be hiring for in order to cater to these employee needs?
1: Yes. So we had a huge workforce of cabin crew and pilots sitting at home. Again, pilots Key people, we have trained them. They have a number of hours under their belt. They're extremely important to the business. So is the cabin crew and other skills related or or, uh, roles related to the airline industry. How do we keep them engaged? So we found out, okay, the only way to engage them is to call them online, have engagement. So with not defining it properly, what we certainly found out that HR in itself need community engagement, managers. We have a community within the office who likes to cook. How do you engage them through the likes that they have? So the whole idea of, you know, community engagement, which we used to see or which already exists externally to engage your customers, I think that has mirrored internally within HR, just to give you an example. Then we developed this extremely good network of peer support. And we said, okay, let's experiment with a peer support program where you could reach out to a peer and talk about your challenges and how you feel. And we certainly found out, wow, it is working very well. People like it. Lots and lots of requests are coming in to get peer support. That's a new role that we have to create or rather a new skill that we need to develop within HR. So so these are some of the examples. Yes, the traditional... Roles that exist within HR, recruitment, rewards, business partners, they are advancing in their skills. More and more requirements are coming towards them to really be effective. But we saw this new pop of roles, which are more or less mirroring what marketing mirrors for customers outside is equally important for an organization to have inside. Mm. For employees who are the internal customers.
0: I can imagine too that technology would have had a big role to play there. I think something that was interesting coming out of Workday's latest research is this idea that HR leaders are extremely confident in their ability to identify the talent they need for new initiatives, but they lack confidence in their ability to use technology to implement transformation across the wider business. It sounds like that's something that you've really had to focus on these last couple of years. Tell me about how technology has enabled HR to build those communities, maintain those connections. And to that point, do you think technology skills are something that all HR leaders now need to have?
1: Yeah, I think that the research from Workday is completely on point. I don't think there is lack of technology in the market outside of how it can enable organizations to engage their employees better, give a better employee experience, drive insights to make better people decisions. Workday in itself is a great tool, and I think there are lots and lots of startups that have come up with very innovative ideas. And the point that the research is making that there is, there is a lack of confidence in, I would say, in, in, in the HR fraternity at large to really understand what the technology can do, be able to sell that technology within so that you get the funds, and once you have that technology, how do you really make it effective, not only from a process perspective, but also from an experience perspective, right? And there are lots and lots of examples around how we can utilize technology to improve an onboarding experience, how we can utilize technology to empower managers more to make the right decisions.
0: Tell me about The relationship then between CHROs and other areas of the business, other business leaders, perhaps the CIO or the CFO, if we're talking about these technology challenges, how do you think other business leaders can best work with HR to mitigate future challenges?
1: Yeah, I think there's a golden triangle of relationship that is coming up between the CIO, CFO and the CHRO. Uh, I think any transformation agenda that's on the table, if that golden triangle doesn't come into play, I see, you know, the transformation going through the cracks. Because all transformation are related to people. It involves technology and it involves making big financial decisions. So even if you talk about HR transformation and and putting technology into play, Uh, you have to have these two key partners uh, supporting the bigger initiative. And that relationship is changing, and it has to change. And and I think there's a lot more openness, there's a lot more eagerness from both other partners, uh, CIOs and CFOs, to say, okay, what new can we do? How can we get more from less? What kind of technology we can implement in different parts of the organization, which has a a bottom-line impact to the organization? And And in itself, I think by the use of technology, one of the biggest impact it will have is the role of HR will change.
0: Absolutely. It's a great point, actually. And it brings me nicely to my last question, Bilal. Finally, what have been some of your biggest learnings from the last two years, both good and bad? And how are you taking those forward with you if you start to now think about the next two years and what the HR horizon will look like? moving forward
1: recruitment is going to become extremely extremely critical because everybody wants to hire similar kind of resources so the role of technology of how do you find that needle among the haystack is extremely critical that's number one number two role of manager is going to phenomenally change because the workforce is changing. So we have all millennials and Gen Zs working in the workforce. If you understand the world outside and their behavior outside, everybody is a friend to them. Their mom and dad is a friend to them. Their siblings are a friend to them. Their cousins, their uncles, their aunties, their grandmothers, their grandfathers, teachers. They consider everyone as a friend. When they come to work, this authoritarian, hierarchical boss or a manager kind of a role will be outdated. So in this new world of friendship or friends, what does the new boss look like? What does the new manager look like? And we've talked about this great resignation happening and that great resignation can be stopped by great managers. So one of the key things to figure out is who is this new manager for the new era supporting and working along with the new workforce? So I think first is use of technology, especially towards the recruitment side. Number two, developing this new manager profile. And number three is going to be our relationship with business, our ability to guide, use data, give them great insights, give them confidence to make decisions, is going to be more and more important moving forward, which might be related to engagement, which might be related to getting the right skills on board, which might be related to really making good, solid business decisions around people. So I think all these three things are the main challenges or the main puzzles to figure out with the changing world after COVID.
0: Some great lessons in there, certainly, Bilal. And thank you so much for your time today. I've really enjoyed our conversation.
1: Thank you very much. I enjoyed
0: my conversation as well.